Kristen, and you're listening to Podcast and Amplify, a podcast for women entrepreneurs who want to amplify their voice and brand through podcasting and grow a wildly successful business. I'm the executive producer and host of two shows and an entrepreneur, and I love helping women grow their visibility, mindset, and business to the next level. Each week, I share tips on how to launch and leverage your podcast, and I'm bringing on the very best business leaders to give you advice on how to build your business empire. Let's amplify your voice and business. Welcome back to Podcast and Amplify. Today, I'm talking with Patty Suarez. She's a strategic consultant who helps creative entrepreneurs make quicker and smarter business decisions that lead them to their next level. Her main focus is to help coaches build and deliver a high quality group coaching program and scale their business from one to one to a one to many business model. So welcome, Patty. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. So let's dive into the question. So what led you to wanting to help people with their courses? And um, yeah, I'm curious about your story. Well, I moved a lot from different places in my career, honestly. So I actually have a, a background in um, in graphic design. I went to college for graphic design. I specialized in e-learning, like virtual education. And then I did an MBA in business management. And then career-wise, career I worked in marketing, project management, uh, you know, all different areas that you can think of in business. Uh, and then online, um, I, you know, became a regular path, I think, for most people, like VA, then online business management, and then more of a consulting, just to understand. I mean, for, for me, this transition online said I needed to understand what I would fit in. So then I pivot a lot of times as I realize that, okay, that's not where I fit in. Like, let me go to the next step, right? Uh, and it's been, what, three years that I am on this online entrepreneurship world and re really helping people with their programs. Um, it's something that I did as an online business manager or integrator. And now I'm just especially like focusing on that because it's what one of the things I like the most mm. out of it. And it fits my experience. It fits my background. I mean, I love helping people transform their ideas into something tangible that they can deliver and they can deliver within a really high quality and high standards, right? So it's not, you know, bringing more of that to the online space and to, you know, small entrepreneurs that they might not have access to um, all of that information, all of that structure that, you know, if you look at the big corporations or big learning communities that they bring in. Yeah, I actually love your journey and all the pivots and how you got to where you are. I think that's so common for an entrepreneur, right? Like we're just searching for yeah. the thing that, Bit. And all of these experiences are necessary, right? They all build on each other. I can tell that you have a passion for like helping people create that, you know, course that really impacts other people and also impacts their, their businesses. 
Yes, definitely. Because I see, you know, and a lot of my clients, they, they get super stuck and they sit on an idea for six months, a year. Like they have this great idea. They already validated. They have people interested, but they just don't know what to do next. Like, what do I need to do next to make right. this happen? Right. That's where they get stuck. And then in comes Patty, swoops in, <laughs> says, here's the plan. That's where I jump in like... Okay, let's do this. What, what, like, what's the idea? Okay, this is the idea. All right, so next steps. <laughs> let's do this. Let's do it together, right? I think that's the most different uh, as well because they try. Most of those those clients or most of people they try to do on their own. They try the courses. They tried, you know, all of the different things, but they just get to a point where they're like, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I'm stuck, right? right? And that's why the collaboration, it really helps move the needle forward. I had a client who she was sitting on an offer for six months on on an idea, right? For six months. And we developed it and launched within three. Wow. Oh, but because we had that collaboration, because we were able to move forward, right? So... Yeah. And you're so right about the collaboration. I think that's the one thing about my corporate past that I miss is and found so valuable was the creative collaboration. I mean, there's really nothing like it. Like when you get in the room with someone or a virtual room, you know, and you're, you're building off of each other's ideas and each person's strengths are adding to it. I mean, that's, that's like so much fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When someone is thinking about turning their one-on-one knowledge or experience or expertise into an online course or coaching experience, where should they start? Well, the first thing is really on their mindset. So there is a big shift that needs to happen from a one-on-one to a one-to-many offer. And that really starts internally. Um, I see a lot of people and a lot of my clients struggle because they are so attached to the results that they can offer on a one-on-one basis. And those results are different when you're doing one-to-many. I mean, you're basically handing over control to your clients for their own progress and results. While in a one-on-one, you might hold yourself accountable for that. So I think this is really the major piece. And after that, I would say, is really understanding the differences between coaching and teaching so when you're going from a group offer whether that's an online course or the coaching experience you need to become a teacher for that group of people right and that requires a a slightly different skill set than what you might have at the moment so you really need to understand the differences between coaching and teaching, and also understand the differences between the learning profiles, because everybody learns differently, right? There are people who have more visual, others more audio. There are people who need more of that background of the educational knowledge, others that might need more of the practical side. Um, So know your audience and understanding their learning profiles is gonna help you deliver better on a one-to-many offer, which is to- totally different than if you were working with that person one-on-one, uh, because you are going to have different people with different learning profiles watching and learning from you at the same time. 
So going back to the difference between a coach and a teacher, can you touch on a few of the differences? So a coach for me um, is really going to guide you, right? And on a one-on-one scenario, you're going to have that personal touch. You're going to have the opportunity to get to know that person more so you can actually tailor your coaching to that person's needs right while you were on, when you become a teacher in a way when you're teaching for a group some depending on how you, your offer is structured you are not going to know everyone right so you have to bring more of like the teacher's skills like how how am I going to pass on that information to a group considering that they learn differently what do I need to have? What content do I need to have? How should I present that content? What are the different ways that I need to put that information out there? So I'm actually being able to support all of the students, all of the, you know, the coaching clients that I have at the moment here, right? So it, that's kind of the difference that I see. And then, so you talked about learning profiles for your potential students, how would you go about discovering that? And I'm wondering if, you know, because you might not know what everyone's learning style is, do you promote creating a course or a group program where it's sort of multimedia, like where it can um, teach to different people in the way, in different ways. Yeah. So, I mean, the learning profiles, uh, I, I don't have them on top of mine right now, but I believe there are five in general. So like you can find that information out there. And basically when you're creating the content for your course, if you have, if you're fulfilling the five different profiles, then, you know, you're already solving that problem. So for example, that there are people that are more they learn more with video content. Others, they need to read it, read the whole thing. Others needs to write it, for example, right? So if you're providing all of that experience, so if you have a course or a coaching um, training that you have the video piece, but you also have a workbook that you're going to have that, that explanation written, and then you give them an exercise where they need to answer those questions and kind of like help them revise their knowledge or, you know, move forward on their path, you are already touching different profiles in that way, you know? So it's literally, you can right. find, uh, just do some research out there. You're going to find the, the basics profiles that, that, you know, the learning profiles that everyone has, I mean, the different ones and um, creating content, thinking about, all of those profiles, we already improved your delivery. You already improved the client experience that you are providing and the results of everyone. I love that. And um, we'll link to a resource in the show notes. That way um, people can see what those profiles are and have in mind when they're creating their course. Hey, Explorers. We'll get back to the show in just a moment. But I wanted to take just a few seconds to invite you to the free workshop that I created. It's called The Three Secrets to Starting Your Successful Podcast. Now, it's all about helping you to start your dream podcast so that you can share your voice and expand your business. If you want to join, just go to podcastandamplify.com. It's totally free. All right, friend, back to the show. So what are some ways that 
you help people to map out their curriculum because I think that's the sort of tricky thing for a lot of people is how do I take my knowledge and especially if it's one-to-one, like how does that translate into a curriculum? Yeah, so I mean, the, the curriculum, it, it's one piece, right, of, of the whole pie. So really helping them map out, it's um, what I do is more like a reverse engineer the process. I'm going to look at, okay, what do you actually deliver? What is the transformation that you bring to the table? What's the outcome that you want to offer? to those members, you know, on whatever you're creating. And then from the outcome, I'm literally gonna uh, sit with them on a call and say, okay, now let's pretend I am that client and you want me to, you know, you are gonna guide me through the process to achieve that outcome. What are you gonna do? Like, what's the next step? And what's the next step? So literally understanding and role-playing in a way with them on how they're gonna deliver that. And from that call, I basically, at the same time that they are talking to me and kind of like explaining their process, I'm breaking down that information into the modules, into the the structure of the offer that they're going to be doing, right? And then after that, we're going to be looking at, okay, so what's the, the individual outcome for each of the lessons? So what do you expect? the person to learn on, you know, module one, lesson one, for example, uh, because there is what you're teaching and there is what you want them to learn. Mm, talk about that a little bit more. You know, it's like information, you know, and communication in general, that there is a way for you to say it and what you want the person to receive and to perceive, but there is the actual perception and the information that the other person is going to receive, right? Mm. So there, there are two sides there that we need to be conscious about like what are your goals with that particular lesson but then what's the outcome that you want them to actually have from those goals and then of course looking okay is there exercises that we need to provide are there resources that we need to bring to the table that's going to help them achieve that outcome right do we need to I don't know, create a quiz, a homework, like how are we going to also assure that they understood what we wanted to to provide on that lesson? Uh, So basically, how do we know that the outcome was fulfilled, even though I share the message that I want to share, right? So uh, thinking about all of that and also bringing, you know, the overall structure of the program itself like how are you gonna what's the best way to deliver this whole thing if it's a course it's gonna be pre-recorded are you gonna do live you know on on the first if it's the first round you know how are you gonna deliver that how are you gonna communicate with your students or your clients throughout that process how many touch points do you need to have to be able to have an idea like if they are receiving the information and perceiving the content that way that you intended to them, right? So all of that and a bit more. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot that you help people with. And so reverse engineering, it makes so much sense. Like start with, you know, the outcome that you want your students to have and then break it down into this 
steps of actually like, how do you get there? And I'm sure it's really helpful to have someone like you there, because I think a lot of the things that we teach people or that we coach people through, it's hard for us to see the steps, right? Because we're just doing it, right? We're just, oh, that's just what I do. And so to sit down and be thoughtful about it, and then especially to have someone like you who has distance from it, right? And can just listen to, oh, how are you doing that? Oh, let me, let me, you know, break this down. But that sounds like a really effective way to get the curriculum down. And then it sounds like there's other layers of uh, making sure that people are actually getting the information that you're giving and then all the ways that you can deliver it to people and touch points. So it sounds like kind of a big process, but this helped break it down so that listeners who are thinking about starting a course can think about those things, or they can hire you to help them think (laughs) through those things. Um, But just gives an idea of what does that look like? So I think that's really great breakdown. And so then I want to talk about like, once you have the course, what are the things that people need to have in place for it to be a successful launch? Because I know that's a whole other beast. Yeah, that it that is indeed a whole other beast. When you're you're you know launching a course or a group program, you need to know the transformation that you're offering, right? So from a sales perspective, that's basically what you're gonna use on communication and marketing. Most of people teach you to sell the transformation. But in order for you to confidently sell the transformation, you need to know how you are gonna deliver on that. So there are two things here that you need to know and to keep in mind before you go out and start planning your launch, right? And then when you move to the actual launch, um, the first thing is planning. Like you need to plan in advance. You need to have enough time to be able to look at that piece strategically, to set your goals and your target. And to outsource, if you need to outsource, to define what's the best marketing strategy for for you at that time, to define your ideal audience, because 101, it's one audience and one buyer profile, one too many. It might be a similar audience, but there is a slight difference there on the buyer profile as well. So maybe the person who buys you your one-on-one service is not going to buy your group offer or your course. So you need to look at the differences there so you know, so you adjust the tone and you adjust the conversation. And all of that happens in that planning phase, right? So you need to prepare and you need to set the time to plan for all of that to happen. So really uh, planning, so you have enough time to look at all the different areas that you need to look at before you put something out in the market and then have a preparation period, which basically it's the time that you're going to be working, actively working on creating all the assets, everything that you need to create that's going to support your launch. And then you need to have the launch, the active launching marketing period, right? Which is usually people do like a two weeks. There are people who do four weeks. I mean, if you're doing, depending on the strategy that you choose, right? If you're doing a five-day challenge and then you're doing your sales, you need to consider all of that. So it all goes back to planning, basically. You need to plan to be able to have a successful launch. 
And also there are a couple of things, like even if you set goals and targets, you need to let go of the outcome because sometimes you get so stuck looking at that uh, and you don't allow yourself to adapt during the launch and or to do what you feel like you need to do at that time because you're stuck on a particular number that you set if you don't see that, you know, you're getting close to it. So a goal and a target, it's, it's good to have because it's going to help you adjust the strategy. But it's not, you know, set to stone. I mean, it's, you might have, it might happen, it might not, right? So you need to be open to the possibilities. That's such a great thing to remind us of, to not be attached to the outcome. And you were reminding me when I launched my course that that was a challenge to not get stuck on this number that I had set. And I worked with a coach during that time because I thought, oh, this is going to be a real challenge because just through the launch process, because I was like, oh, this, this is bringing up a lot of, you know, stuff. Yes. It's like, oh, I'm putting this thing out there that I worked on. Um, and, and so luckily she helped me with that similar idea and a lot of other things, but there's so much to learn during that process of launching. Exactly. And you just like it pinged in my mind when you said that I was like, oh yes, that was such a big learning time. And you're so right. Like if you are stuck to like this one goal, it's not going to help you pivot or just adjust or learn. And those things like absolutely have to happen during your launch. Like, sorry, people who come up with the plan and think it's all going to go accordingly. Like that's just not how launches are. And so I think that's um, just a good thing to throw out there. Um, I also wanted to ask you, are there some tools that you really like to use for creating courses? Or do you have any like suggestions or favorite apps or softwares that you like to use? I use Lucidachart, which is a visual platform where you can basically map out workflows. I mean, there is another one similar that's Miro. So it's thick notes, but virtually. So you can share with other people. You can collaborate uh, nowadays, right? And literally Excel, just put the information down on an Excel file or on a Google sheet, whatever uh, that looks like, just so you structure your own information. Because in terms of course platforms it's, itself, when you when you go to more of the tech side of it, it depends a lot on what are your goals and what you want to deliver to right. be able to choose the right tech stack that's going to support that. Right. Yeah. And there are a few, I think what there's um, Kajabi, and, yes. uh, Teachable and Think5, Podia, and then there are the more um, advanced in a way, which they go inside WordPress, like LearnDash for example, which you can basically custom build the whole thing. I, but again, it depends on where you are in your business. What do you want to, you know, deliver yes. at the end of the day to be able to choose what's the right ones for that time that you are in your business? Because all of that can change within time mm -hmm. and as your right. business grows. But it's just, you know, we just need to be conscious and take one step at a time, even when choosing the tax stack because some people might choose like the high tech one and then launching a first time offer and then the launch flops and then they are they've invested yeah how much money in this really robust tool yeah exactly yeah. and they don't have the roi for it so 
at the, you know, at the end of the day. So those are things from a business perspective that you need to consider as well um, when you're launching anything. Right. But that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yes, it is. I just wanted to touch on it a little bit. Yeah. I want to make sure that people know how to find you and where to connect with you. So if you can let us know how to do that. Of course. So uh, I'm mainly on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is patty.ovm. Uh, my website is pattysoares.com. So feel free to send me a DM to drop me on my website and you know drop me a message there. Um, yeah, if you have any questions, just reach out. I'm happy to help. Well, thank you so much for being here and sharing all of your knowledge around courses and the strategy for getting that going. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. It was a pleasure. If you love today's episode, please subscribe so you don't miss a show. And rating and reviewing this podcast is the best way to help support us. Always remember your voice and what you have to offer is needed in the world. Until next week, take care.